The Business on RT Radio 1 with AIB. We know that your focus is on your business. That's why ours is on supporting you. Now, first this morning to Israel and Gaza, there's been an enormous trail of death and destruction on both sides since the Palestinian militant group Hamas launched a surprise attack on Israel last weekend. Thousands are dead, many more are injured, neighbourhoods have been destroyed and normal life has ground to a halt for many. We're joined by Richard Fitzgerald, CEO of Augustus Media, publisher of the Lovin' Palestine online platform, which was set up to share bite-sized local and community news in the Gaza Strip. Shortly before the attack, a video showed a magnificent sunset on Gaza Beach and then days later we're seeing reports from parts of a city in rubble. It's a far cry, uh, Richard, from what your reporters would have signed up to do. Good morning, Richard, and thanks for having me on the show. Yeah, it it definitely is, and it's uh, been a very difficult week. Uh, It's been very upsetting, and it's difficult to come to terms and to see you know, to see all that's unfolding. You know, this shouldn't be happening in this day and age. It shouldn't be something we're witnessing, the loss of life on either side at a human level. You know, not, not to use provocative words, but it's it's really upsetting to see. And yeah, as you mentioned, we did extend the love and brand that we have here uh, to Palestine this summer. It, it was part of uh, the plan to cover the Levant region, so Syria, Lebanon, Jordan, and Palestine. And um, I was quite uh, surprised and enthused by the response of the journalist groups in Palestine and Gaza, Gaza in particular. And that's why we, we pushed ahead with plans there to show the life of 2.2 million people and Richard, uh, you living have, there. You, know, by, you, by have, the you have a couple of reporters there in Gaza. How are they and how, how are you managing to keep in contact with them? Yeah, well, it's been difficult as well. Uh, we have our first contact was on Saturday, last Saturday, when you know Reuters and International News broke the news, uh, and at that time we we have instant messaging chats, uh, WhatsApp and Slack, and that's how we do approvals. You know, we're we're involved editorially with what they publish, and uh, we were in touch intermittently throughout the week, uh, but we haven't heard from them now in 36 hours. There's two, uh, you know. Educated journalists uh, Faraz and Omar, and uh, Faraz, Omar, and Faiti, and they're in touch with us regularly. Inevitably, Richard, as well, what they have been putting up online is very different to what they were putting up. And the whole idea behind the site was a sort of it was about community, local, fairly upbeat news, you know, different sort of lifestyle things. I suppose, in a way, did you have a decision to make then about are we going to just stop? Or are we going to put up whatever's going on right now for those people? Yeah, definitely we did. And, you know, covering media in the region, we respect the local guidelines and the local cultures. And uh, we do usually wait for the official statements of each country to come out, and then we amplify that message. Uh, this is more than a where-to-get-coffee brand. It is a local news and lifestyle brand, but we do want to show the better sides of life and not necessarily get involved in hard news and politics. However, uh, you know, over the last eight years and across the 20 cities that we operate in, we do uh, cover news, even the hard stuff, even the not, you know, the, the difficult conflict things when they happen and the topical things, uh, because we, we, you know, there's journalists who work there. So, um, and but this week uh, we had to decide what, obviously there was nothing positive. And when we, 
show them some sort of positive content from other cities. Uh, we asked uh, them, mainly Friday was more responsive, and he said, well, it doesn't seem like a time to show a Palestinian wedding in Lebanon. So he, he, the terror that he described on the ground, he didn't want uh, the feel-good content on Love and Palestine. He asked us for people to see what they're going through. And it was that request that made us sort of wake up a bit and say, OK, well, maybe we can use our other channels a bit more. And, as a, and, uh, and it was at that point, yeah. As a business, Richard, you, you know, you have uh, the Lovin' brand in all of these different places across the Middle East and North Africa, I think, as well. Do you have or, uh, uh, an Israel site? We don't have an Israel site, but we have the license assignment rights to run Love in Tel Aviv. And, you know, did you want to set one up? Because I would have thought it would be a very lucrative market. It's a very wealthy country. Yeah, we don't always make the decisions just based on the revenue. But, yeah, it it is a wealthy country, uh, you know, but also we have to kind of respect the the feelings of the region and uh, also the normalization of ties between Israel and the UAE is only a recent thing, the Abraham Accords. Before then, it was actually illegal to have business partners in Israel from the UAE. Um, we do have a business partner for AI software from Tel Aviv. Uh, and, you know, we, we do, we inherited that and we do have business relationships with software there as well. And it's, it's interesting a, you know, when you... When it's interesting when you mention about software as reading that in, in relation to economy and, and Israel and some of the disruption there, uh, up to 15% of uh, tech workers in some of the, the bigger tech companies in Israel, and there are many of them, have been called up uh, as reserves in the army. So that's actually causing certain levels of disruption. And some people have pointed to growing concerns about a very vital international chip manufacturing industry they have there if things were to spread, whether uh, through the north from uh, Lebanon or whether closer to Gaza again, where there are chip manufacturing plants. But you're based in Dubai, what what is what is a, it's a very different yeah. world from Gaza. But what, what what is what is what are people talking about there? What what are they saying about it generally? Yeah, you know, and from a business level, you know, this region, I, I think, uh, you know, I, I don't think that it'll spread too much. It's obviously impossible to predict, but I think there's a lot more mature leadership in the region now, and there's been a lot of pacts and agreements been made, and I do think that. Business is coming first, and a lot of, the, especially the Gulf leadership. There's a massive conference here next week called Jitex, and there's going to be a strong uh, Israeli contingent there from all these big tech companies. Uh, but with the flights being disrupted now, uh, Emirates have, uh, you know, later in the week stopped flights from Tel Aviv to Dubai. Uh, but there's still a lot of uh, businesses already with licenses and offices here who will be present. The word on on the ground is uh, definitely. Uh, you know, as I said, everyone's very upset. There's, you know, people are cancelling comedy things. People are finding it hard to celebrate and be in good mood. It, you know, uh, from the original NAPCA in 1948, there's a lot of uh, Palestinian people living here, uh, you know, uh, third generation. And we do see a lot of that here, as well as a strong Jewish community in Abu Dhabi particularly. Well, well uh, hopefully... So there, is, you know, there is a wider impact. Hopefully, Richard, you, you'll get some good news about your reporters in Gaza in, in, in the coming days. Uh, Richard Fitzgerald, CEO of Augustus Media, thank you very much for joining us on the programme.